Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Probably True, a multi-award-winning podcast containing strong language and adult themes. It would be boring otherwise. I was talking to someone on Grindr the other day, and after a few minutes of chatting about random stuff, they said something like, I didn't think you'd want to chat with me. You're so out of my league. Which, to start off, is a bit flattering only because I've never really considered myself on the upper side of that sort of comparison. For a moment, part of me wanted to respond in a kind of, ha ha ha, well, sometimes we all like to rough it, you know, keep in touch with the common folk and all that. And you have a lopsided charm about you, like a cottage in the country. A bit rustic, but charming nonetheless. But after sitting in the glow of it for a little while, I realised it's not that great a thing. Mostly because I'm not keen on having sex with someone who thinks I'm doing them a favour and that they should be grateful for it. Although, there have been people that I've slept with who it definitely felt like they thought they were doing me a favour. As in, in their personal rankings, they thought themselves a good couple of points higher than me, but for one reason or another had decided to shag me anyway. You can kind of see it in their eyes or on their faces as they're going at it that they're slightly begrudging of the whole thing. like. Being with me was better than nothing, but not by much. Nowadays, of course, they'd be out the door. But back before I got my head round that whole self-respect thing, I'd have been all for it. Younger Scott, this hot guy wants to have sex with you, but only because shagging you is better than nothing, and he won't really enjoy it. I'd have stopped listening after wants to have sex with me, and been like, you, drop your trousers and find something to hang on to. But nowadays, like I say, I've got a bit more of a healthier outlook, and I can see that this is not great. The lesson is simple. If someone wants to have sex with you, great. If you want to have sex with them too, then go for it. If they're not actively interested, or there's an air of, ugh, fine, about it, kick that bitch out. If they don't see your value and worth, then don't get with them. The key here, of course, is that first you need to know your own value and worth, which isn't easy to do. And I don't mean that in a, dude, you're easily a seven, stop letting people treat you like you're a four, or anything like that. I'd say thinking of people in terms of ranked attractiveness at all is a very bad thing, and changing your behaviour based on how hot you think they are compared to you is fucking stupid. Although, again, I have definitely done that. I once went on a date with a boy who thought that human hair would grow roots and start sprouting if it came into contact with skin after it had been cut. Which is why, and this is a direct quote, hairdressers aren't allowed to wear flip-flops. I shagged him after he said that. I just nodded and let it fly straight past as if he was talking about the sky being blue. It wasn't until I got home and he wasn't in front of me distracting me by being all hot and sexy and stuff that I realised what he'd said. The whole idea of a league, a kind of ranking of attractiveness, as if it were possible for there to be some kind of objective decision that puts everyone in their place, it's just really offensive to me. Like there's some government building somewhere where we all go to get certified. Oh, hello, yes, just 
pop your clothes on the chair and we'll get started. Says here you're currently rated as a 6, but are applying to be upgraded to an 8. Just a few questions. Are you famous? That always helps. How about rich? How about extremely well hung and willing to pose a lot in your pants? I can see you have the arms and the abs, reasonably symmetrical face, and nice white teeth. Yes, I think that about covers it. Congratulations, I think you definitely qualify to be upgraded. I'll have all the paperwork sent through. Please be sure to start posting photos of you flexing with some bullshit philosophical comment underneath. It doesn't need to make sense, no one will read it. And why is it always sports metaphors too? Out of your league, punching above your weight, batting above your average... Why is it never something food-based? I was chatting away to him for over ten minutes before I realised there were too many beans on his slice of toast. Or even, I was going to go over there and give him my number, but he was easily a gateau. I'm barely even a cupcake. When you think about it, this whole idea of someone being unapproachable because they're too hot for you is just stupid. As if your body is the only thing that matters. As if there's nothing else to you other than the physical bits. You know, the idea that everything else is either non-existent or meaningless is just awful. I remember when I was younger and in my hot mess phase, which was most of my 20s, if I'm honest, I used to go to a bar called The Edge. That's not really relevant, it's just a bar. But there was a barman there who was just stunning. He must have been about seven feet tall, bronze skin, long, surfy blonde hair and the most beautiful blue eyes. He was like Thor's hotter younger brother. I couldn't even look at him without going a bit weird. I had to kind of like stare at the bar near him or look at his reflection in the mirror or look at the ceiling behind his head in case he saw me and I burst into flames or something. I was so intimidated by his hotness that I used to walk up two flights of stairs to get a drink at the other bar rather than have a direct conversation with him despite that being what he was paid to be there for. I think once I bumped into him on the stairs. He was like, ah, sorry, mate, in a cheery Australian accent. And... I realised that this was my one chance to impress him and to really kind of get him on board, so I replied, (laughs) and then ran away to hide in the toilets until I could think properly again. But yeah, I'd dream of one day being hot enough to have a proper conversation with him, so he could see how witty and funny and worthy of his love I actually am. Before any of that, he stopped working there. I spent months kicking myself about how I should have just spoken to him but never did, and how I could see, afterwards, that the only thing stopping us from talking in the first place was me thinking he wouldn't be interested in someone like me. So, let that be a lesson to you. Don't be like me. Talk to the hot person. As soon as you do, you'll realise that there's more to them than just the physical, and that everyone is basically a nice person. Well, most of the time. That story actually has a bit of a happier ending, in that we met a few years later, and now he's a good friend of mine. Hiya, babes. Frustratingly, he's also said that when he worked in that bar, he was a massive slag, so who knows? If I'd been confident enough to hit on him, I probably would have got to shag him after all. I mean, now he's one of my favourite people and a regular fixture in my life, which is fine, I guess. But part of me will always be sad that I didn't get to have that five minutes worth of awkward sex younger me always wanted. So anyway, this thing about there being a league or any kind of system that says you were attractive, you were not, is entirely in your own head. It only exists if you believe in it, like Santa or money. And just like Santa or money, when you stop believing in it, you can see the world in a completely different way. There's no jolly toy maker bringing you presents as a reward for being good. It's your family who love you and want you to be happy, but also know that if they tell you that if you're not a good boy from now till Christmas, then you won't get a new console, you might just shut the fuck up for five minutes. And the thing is, 
If you think of the whole world in such shallow physical terms as your body compared to other people's bodies, you'll surround yourself with people who think the same way. You'll end up in a nasty, bitchy little clique that rips people to pieces for daring to be different or not subscribing to the same sad little worldview. But when you stop thinking of people as two-dimensional and too attractive for someone like you, then you're opening yourself up to the possibility that they might actually be attracted to you, because they are a whole person, and so are you, and it's not all about the bodies. We are all of us so much more than simply flesh. For example, we are all fucked up. We're all weird people in our own little ways. Arms like pythons with the mumps don't change that. And the idea that someone won't be into you because they're too hot for you is you assuming you know how that other person thinks, and nine times out of ten you'll be wrong. In the end, What you're saying when you use phrases like out of my league is I am not worthy. I am less than him or her because I don't think my body looks like his body. Here's the thing, kids. We are not our bodies. You are an amazing, interesting, strange and silly person represented in a mere three dimensions by what is essentially a mobile bag of water with bits in. Are you just a lump of meat and bone? No. You think. You feel, you create, you love, and you hurt. There is so much more to you than some flesh and a bit of hair. And the same is true of everyone else. And they're just as fucked up as you, so, you know, you might as well give it a go with the flirting. Otherwise, you end up settling. If we take this back to the cake metaphor, it's a bit like going, Oh, what a lovely looking cake. I'd love a piece of that, but no. It's too nice a cake for me. I don't deserve such niceness in my life. I'll have a flan instead. Flan's not what I want, but it's all I think I deserve. Why risk going for something lovely and fluffy and creamy and yum when there's something soggy and dense and slightly miserable instead? If you want the cake, go for the fucking cake. Life is short. You deserve better than flan. Another similarity between bodies and cakes is, however much you want to, You're better off shoving it in your mouth and getting icing all over your face in private. I've been banned from several cafes because of that. This was Probably True, the multi-award-winning podcast series written and produced by me, the multi-award-winning Scott Flashheart. This and every other episode of Probably True is available on Spotify, iTunes, and your favourite podcatcher, as well as probablytruepodcast.com, where you'll find links, transcripts of every episode, and all the good stuff. If you like what you've heard, please share it with your friends, leave a positive review, and donate to the Probably True Patreon if you'd like some extra content. If you didn't like it, you can find me on Twitter as UnlikelyLad, or by searching for Probably True Podcast on Facebook. Come at me, bro. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>